pew, pew, pew. Oh, but hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, if you guys out there in the world at large didn't know what you stumbled into, it's the Always Strikes Last podcast. Prepare to be moderately entertained. Yes. For those for those who uh, maybe aren't aware, a podcast is where we talk at you for maybe 30 to 45 minutes at a time, and you listen on some sort of audio listening device. Yeah. And if, if you're hearing this <laughs> and you're not familiar with audio listening devices because you've come through a time portal, you're from the Middle Ages or something, this is not a demon. Yeah. <laughs> three, three guys. It's the walk. There's actually three small pictures. humans in this tiny box. Exactly. We live here. We're trapped. <laughs> Let us out. <laughs> Do not break the tiny box to find us. We will disappear yeah. and find you from another tiny box. So how are we all doing? How are we all doing? Doing good. Doing really Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Nice, nice, nice. So so we have we have had a jam-packed couple of weeks here. Um mm-hmm. We we've got we got two two great old books coming out right. I know a oh, book yeah. that uh, that Jack and I have both been super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got myself stuck in not one but two tournaments what? over the course of two weeks, and actually a third one coming up this weekend. That's and, a lot of tournaments. Uh, it, it is That's amazing. It's, it's almost too many tournaments. It's almost like <laughs> last year all over again. Oh my Carry God. the banner high, being the, the weekend warrior to represent ASL into the lights, those bright In- lights of fame. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so uh, I, I had the uh, pleasure and the uh, opportunity of being able to play at uh, at Sparkle Party. Um, Sparkle Party, Party Deathmatch. Uh, eight? Are we at Doom eight Doom. now? I'm just going to call it Doom Doom. I don't know what okay. number we're on. We're just going to call it Doom Doom. Okay. And then we'll add a Doom for every time afterwards. Sounds uh, good. So it's a competitive event up here in uh, the Ballard neighborhood of Seattle um, run by uh, run by Dimensional Cascade. All amazing guys. Um, great players, too. Like peak, peak competitive players, as we would say. Um. We didn't get Matt in the tournament, Matt Beasley, who uh, okay. was gracious enough to T.O. it um, and not come through and just knock everybody off their high horses. <laughs> um, yeah. And so for this tournament, I went ahead and brought an all Eschen uh, list. Um, now, Eschen, those are the rats, right? Those are, that's a Skaven mm-hmm. just for, for uh, everyone's edification. Yep. So just just all rats that are also ninjas. So ninja rats, rats that are ninjas. Yep. Yep. Um, so Uh-oh. I won't won't go too far into. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jack. I was just going to say for our listeners that there are some rats in this book that aren't you know pew pew warp lightning engineers or plague people. These are the other ones. <laughs> yeah. These are the pew pew throwing stars. So, <clears throat> excuse me. In in the army book of Skaven. Rats are divided into two equal, uh, two separate but equally important categories. Yes. <laughs> those who pew pew with lightning and those who are ninjas. These are their stories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I won't lie. Oh, when I when I walked into this tournament, I was going to be surprised if I won one game because it's okay. straight up a meme list. And, um, you know, us with back problems all know that after a full, uh, 
full five game tournament, you're pretty much destroyed by the end of the day. Um, sure. even on the first day. Right. So I was like, okay, let's make a list that are there are wins on turn one or loses on turn one. Nice. And, uh, and, uh, you know, also lean with the models that we have. So I went ahead and took two, uh, vermin Lord deceivers, um, oh, nice. two death masters, Three units of night runners at the men, and uh, three units of gutter runners doubled up, um, and threw them in a Galatian sharpshooters. So the idea with the list was to take the uh, thirty gunner runners, um, shoot off all the Galatian vets, right, using sharpshooters because they just can perform way above their points level, rolling sixes or mortals on both uh, combat nice. and shooting. And um, because I have three of the Eshin um, characters in there, they just go ahead and get plus one to hit and plus one to wound on every uh, hero uh-huh, in the game. In yes. Mm, nice. nice. So, you know, basically the idea of the list was everything null deploys and is in your face. Uh, turn one, except for the um, the Vermin Lord Deceivers, which one of them could make a cast to get within six inches away from you, and then the other one had the artifact to get within nine inches away from you, maybe if I wanted to null redeploy. Um, and then the two Death Masters were basically attacks um, and uh, a way to keep it flavorful. They hidden one of each of the Night Runners and essentially did. They became my new models of why do I take these? Because regardless of how good these models are, I will never roll anything more than a one or a two for these. Nice. Um, so, you know, we got to keep that up. Um, so, yeah, first uh, first opponent was uh, Roman Lanzarata. Um, great dude from the, uh, the great north uh, of Canada. Um, this was our... Um, our official tie now. Uh, so him and I are one and one on each other on Sparkle Party. Ooh. Um, last time, uh, I can't even remember what I brought. Oh, yeah. I brought the initial Skaven list to last Sparkle Party. And uh, he done whooped my booty with it. Um, so he was playing uh, uh, Soulblight Gravelords in the last one. And he decided to start with... Beast of Chaos. Um, so we brought the uh, Bulgore Bomb and, you know, normally what we're seeing now. Um, and then kind of just filled in everything that he could with the uh, the specific models that he had access sure. to since he was just so, starting. Just to interrupt you, about the Bulgore Bomb being six to nine Bulgores and then like a, si- a single Cygore, uh some Bray Shamans, a um, couple of those fancy uh, spawn. Am I right? Is this, is this the list I'm thinking of? Uh, Ish. You know, there's like Ish, a core yeah. to it. Yep. And then you, yep, yep, and then yep. you fill it in with, you know, uh, whatever you're excited about. Yep. Just gotcha, more, gotcha. more Ungor. Um, he actually brought oh, yeah, Ungor Ravenim Raiders to, to shoot from off the board. Yeah. He didn't have any Raiders. So it was just Ungor. And that's where gotcha. it was kind of a little bit off from the, um, from the bomb. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty solid net list. Um, but he did have a Gorgon as well, um, oh. which everybody was excited about. But since they've gone to four and ups to hit, I think they're trash now. Um, Here we go. So those those of us who have like four to six of them sitting somewhere, 
Uh, that's me. Sit, sadly, that's me. I bought, I bought yeah. a Gorgon recently because I thought it was a cool model. Uh, they're amazing. I have a bunch of them, but uh, they were they they went from um, being one of the most consistent things that Beast of Chaos had um, by naturally hitting on threes to now being support. I don't think they're going to do any better than support um, gotcha. for Beast of Chaos list. Um, so I can't honestly remember the mission, uh, cause I didn't write them down because I didn't do my homework. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the first, the first game against him, uh, I ended up pulling it off. Um, and that was primarily because I already understand how squishy Beast of Chaos are. And, sure. um, you know, the, the amount of board edge control he could possibly have. Um, you know, I, I knew that I would be able to just hang in the middle, let him do his thing. And then at some point I'll have to deal with a bravery bomb. As long as I'm spread out enough, that bravery or the Bulgore bomb, the Bulgore bomb wouldn't be able to come in and just nuke everything. So essentially what I started out doing, um, was spacing everything out across, uh, the deployment zone so that he wouldn't get a good, um, area to, uh, you know, pull me into combat or pull me into somewhere he could charge and then get through to my deceivers okay. and then just spread out, um, and grab the objectives early on in the game. And then as the stuff came in, uh, just basically, you know, countered here, countered there, countered here. Um, and it was a really tight game. Um, I, feel like that's pretty much all all of the games with the Eshin list are going to be tight games, right? Uh, especially when you're going up against a null deployment uh, enemy. So uh, everything went pretty swimmingly. Uh, and then he came down with the Bulbogore bomb. And I forgot the rule where the uh, Doombull can just charge in your phase, get on in, get some combat in. And so... I think he had Tusk Helm on that. So that actually ended up knocking a uh, deceiver out before I wanted it to be out. But in the end, I positioned him and that combat enough where he wasn't going to be able to get his grand strat and, um, you know, get the extra points that he would need to get a tie with me. So very good game. Um, So now we're one and one, and I look forward to the grudge match, Roman. That's awesome. Nothing better than a grudge match. So it sounds like you won the battle, but lost the war. If the war was to have a one turn game, because you had like a KG KG five turn game. Is that what happened? Uh, I think it made it to turn four. Nope. It was turn five. Yep. So, um, you know, the great thing about that game is he's wonderful opponent. So I didn't feel it. First game of the day. You're already excited. Yeah. My back will hurt later. Right. Nice. Uh, (laughs) So, second game was against uh, Louis Louis Philippe. Okay. And um, look at me not doing my homework. That's right. To be fair, we told you we were going to talk about this like ten minutes ago. So yeah. Well, (laughs) he brought he brought the uh, he brought the Hallow Heart meme list. uh, Not meme list, but the Hallow Heart list or an iteration of it that essentially won. the LVO uh, okay. a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a super hard counter for my list, right? Basically all the shooting uh, pepper damage will kill um, 
units, small units with only five or six up saves right away. Um, so I had to really kind of figure out how I was going to get into them. Uh, and, and, um, you know, rely on the dice rolls. Uh, so there, there's the answer to how that game went. Um, everything was set up fairly well, kind of nuked a good portion of his army, but, um, Couple of charge rolls wasn't here. a good enough portion. Yeah, a couple of charge rolls here. A couple of maybe um, pile in indecision uh, points there, and eventually just got shot off the table. Um, he had an amazing army, a uh, lot of callback stuff, and then bless you. excuse me, bless you. Um, a lot of callback stuff, and um, just a. Uh, very fun opponent. He had the the. I think the the most standout thing for me from his army was that um, uh, apparently his girlfriend had crocheted a bunch of banners for his little dudes. And so there was little banners going around, all crocheted. I thought it was great. That's awesome. So like, yeah, you know, little like little cloth banners, like yarn. Yeah, it was pretty great. Oh, that's great. Um, that's super adorable. Yeah. Then the next one. Let me see. This is this is the problem I have with not doing my homework. I'm just going to say this each time. No uh, worries. I'll, I'll buy you a second. May I just clarify? Was that a win or a loss for that one? Were you one one or two zero? That what that was a loss. Okay, um, one one. Yep. One. But you're on the board. Then <laughs> the next one. <laughs> yeah, I am on the board. Next one to end up the day was um, against Jessica. Uh, Shimoler. I hope I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> she had probably the most beautifully painted army in the entire tournament, and Ricky was playing. Wow, that's oh, wow. high high praise. Um, so she brought uh, an all an all cowboy list of Lumineth, and um, oh wow, they all had plaid uh, capes, um, just. It's just a gorgeously painted army, gorgeously displayed, and super unique. I don't know how she managed to pull it off, but it stood out the most to me out of all the other armies. Um, sorry, that is so hard to do on <laughs> on miniatures because, like, on one hand, I mean, the the mechanics of doing it itself is obviously very tricky because it's a lot of mm-hmm. like little stripes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plaid also has a lot of intricacies that you don't really think about when you're just, you're like, Oh, it's like checkers. It's not checkers. There's a lot more that goes into it. And then also you run into the problem of making the model super busy, you yeah. know, if you do it wrong. So yeah. like, yeah. there's a whole bunch of places you could really mess that up. And it sounds like she nailed it. It's like the actual higher skill level version of what people complain about with Harlequins. Yep. And, yeah. and I'll just, you know, and I want to underline too. This was on every Alareth Stone Guard, and it was done perfectly on each one. If oh, anybody wow. has put together Alareth Stone Guard, then they should know how insane those capes are. Mm-hmm. And um, it was perfectly done. So I, I just could not get um, out of my own way of just like staring at her models the whole game. The capes that all uh, flow to the left, right? Because they're all in the same wind. Wasn't that uh, a big deal when the when the when the Dumidith came out? They were all all their all their cloth flows the same way as if they're all standing in the same wind. I believe so, yeah. But just the amount of in, 
like super folds in the, uh, yeah. in the oh, capes sure. are just, I don't know how she did it. And I just couldn't stop staring. Yeah. I got to say that I, I can appreciate that quite a bit. Just mentally visualizing my version of a cape, which is like load up that brush with some contrast and sploosh it down there versus, <laughs> um, you know, the detail yeah. work involved with that for like it was, 100 guys or something. Ugh. It was beautiful and a beautiful display board too. But she had probably a worse rolling game than I do. And oh, I I was just surprised. Uh, so she... Oh, she did have a lore master. Um, and I was, I was kind of able, I wanted to play a little cagey because I wanted her to kind of pick the direction where she was going to go in the game. And, uh, knowing that she didn't really have access to teleports or anything like that. Um, then I was pretty much just under the impression that, you know, she's going to take an objective. That's where she's going to be. And then she's going to reach out and try and tap me on the other one. So mm-hmm. played really cagey for the first uh, two turns and then just somehow just swept through her army. And uh, again, th- uh, I don't think that was due to, you know, exceptional rolling on my part or exceptional play on my part um, mm-hmm. because she just there, there was, I got through, uh, what's his face? Avalonamanor. Avalonamanor. Yeah. Oh, Big Stone Cowman. Yeah. 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 I got through Big Stone Cowman with just a couple of gutter runners. Just with 10 gutter runners. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like that, that I don't know if that was my win, uh, but it was definitely uh, uh, her dice's loss. <laughs> oh, no. So so I felt well, real bad about that one. That's a tough matchup for her too, because right, uh, that is a very tough list, right, with all the cow guys. Um, but they are anticipating some kind of big, you know, fuck you punch to the face that they can just sit there and weather and then yep. just grind it down. And if you don't have one of those for them to focus that big unit of uh cow dudes on uh they're kind of wasted yeah and uh and the other thing too is the army um if they can't get up that uh that shrug they you know that ignoring rent really does not matter at all oh sure yeah so the outside of sitting on an objective which i was able to just throw enough attacks at her that, you know, law of averages and her breaking them to the downside, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just did not, did not work out for her. So, Remind uh, me, Matt, was there a tech list in this or was this nothing like that? No tech list, just, okay. um, all cowboys with a lore master and, um, uh, what's he called? The, uh, just one unit of wardens. Nice. Which I, it, the the only thing that I felt proud of on that one, to be honest, was that I had penned her in from the backside. So in order to take that one objective, she was going to have to move her one unit of 15 all up on that objective to get the shrug mm-hmm. and then have to deal with a good third of my army coming from behind as the other as the other two sides were coming in from each other's side. Okay. So, so it was interesting. Um, so an exciting uh, 2-1 to round out the first day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm done. That That's more than I expected. There we go. You um, can... <laughs> so time time to die. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Next day I came in against uh, Alex here, who had uh, 
just a very interesting uh, survival um, night haunt list. It was just like, all I'm going to do is I'm just going to slowly move forward and uh, just continue to bring ghosts back, bring ghosts back, bring ghosts back. And um, the, the Necron approach, as it, as it were. Yeah, it was, it was very literally Necrons, uh, but he had bubble wrapped very well. Um, I'd failed a couple of charges to get in where I needed to on turn one. And basically it was just him cleaning up afterwards. So that was one of the quicker games where the uh, choice of list really helped. Mm -hmm. Um, But the uh, awesome player, um, (laughs) he, he, uh, you could definitely tell he was one of those players that had been playing night hunt long enough um, where he had to punch above the army's weight. Um, so he had learned all the little tricks that he could do before oh, sure. he got the. New I mean, book. and I you love, say that. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. coming the, in with those players. Uh, Nighthawk are doing great right now, and you know they're definitely, uh, definitely not, uh, not um, dragging anybody down for the for the strength of the book. Yeah, and I'll and I'll say the list didn't look scary, right? This looked like oh, I have to take this out. Oh, I have to take this out. Oh, I have to take this out. Like mm-hmm. if it were. If it were a moderate player, or you know anybody else who hadn't had that experience, yeah, um, I don't think it would have been the same game. Um, and that's really just a testament to how good he was as sure. a player, and Excellent. still is. He's not past tense. Nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> I did not assassinate him with rats. He is still well and alive. Um, but he had his game down. He came up, he came in with like an iPad stand and he had like a little music sheet holder, you know, like oh, a wow. music stand. And I was like, you know, that would really help my back if I did that crap. Wouldn't you, it? you know, honestly, uh, <laughs> when we were doing the streams for Sam and hammer, I started playing with a mute with my book on a music stand. Cause you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of off camera and I can just quick reference it. And it was magic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's a thing. Maybe I, I need to start getting bringing a music stand. Kind of that's, fun because it reinforced the idea you're orchestrating the battle from up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> no, it was definitely. So last one, last one. Oh, and that that was a loss. Just to underline it. I want to okay. make sure that I feel okay. that pain. Um, mm-hmm. Alex Butler, uh, another one of the Canadians. Only he was British, and boy did oh. he come in with some British charm. Oh boy. Um he nice. brought a Stormcast Eternals list. Um apparently uh it was his version of a meme list. So we were two meme lists going up against each other. Nice. What it really was. That's was, that's how you want to round out a good GT, you know. You want to get to the last game and just have two like-minded people duking it out for for what really doesn't matter at this point. You know? Well, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, he says it was a meme list, but it was really just uh, it was a, a tweaked net list. Um, ah. So tons of adjudicators with bolt storm crossbows. Uh, okay, and then he had nice. Bastion, a Lord Relictor, Knight Encantor, um, Protectors, Retributors, and Longstrings. So, wait, what meme was this? I don't think I've seen this meme. The winning meme. <laughs> yeah, the winning. <laughs> it's that one uh, from Breaking Bad where he just says, "I won." Into the winning. <laughs> no, it's the it's the full shoot, full shoot, and protectors, right? Okay. So all the all the adjudicators and uh, long strikes. So just tap and move, tap and move, tap and move. Okay. Um, but he also brought the Everblaze comment, which was interesting. Hmm. 
uh, very good player. Um, and, uh, immediately seized on the fact that I've had my ass handed to me just by bastion alone okay. at least 40 times. And that I have an innate fear of bastion gotcha. and he just seized on it and just started waltzing bastion up to the board. Like, and at that point I'm done, I'm done with the day. And, uh, and he's just like, okay, I'm going to put bastion in this place. Fine. Okay. I'm going to try and kill him. Oh, couldn't kill him. He killed all your guys. Now he's healed. I brought Bastion down to one wound left four times in that game. Oh, brutal. That's so painful. <laughs> he does do that. He's like a little man sized go trick in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so that was how that game went. Uh, toward like as soon, um, there were a couple of misplays on my part last game of the tournament and, um, and apparently bastion getting in my head, um, mm. that he walked away with a healthy win on that one. Um, yeah, but he had some, uh, he had some very, uh, very, uh, saucy British charm there. Matt's uh, rubbing his fingers together on the camera for those at home. Nice. He- <laughs> some, some dry wit to go with all of yeah. this. Yeah, uh, it self-proclaimed trolling, and uh, I was uh, that—that that was the icing on the cake. Yeah, it was such a gentleman's <laughs> troll right there. So, all in good fun. But whoa, was I not expecting that for the last game of the day, Bastion? Jeez. So fun. So I've mean. had a I've had a similar Bastion and Carlos experience once, where we're just like, yeah, you know, get him down one or two, do some can't quite connect or get through that crunchy candy shell to finish him off. And that's very dispiriting when he just pops back to full health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah. Now, now take that and multiply it by four. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, that's, that's one of the guys I play pretty frequently, uh, main lines, Alariel. So I, I feel, Oh the yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to put her on that table as well. <laughs> nice. She's strong. She's yeah, very she strong. She's very scary. So, yeah, I mean, you really got to know your ins and outs of that book to get the most out of her, right? Because, you know, like, mm-hmm. when do you strike and fade her and when do you just let her sit there because she's going to tank it anyway? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and she's there's so like many a points. fun balance to that. Um, but, like, liter- legitimately, this is a complete tangent, but uh, if you don't kill her on turn one, she is not worth killing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, about right. Um, which is frequently I didn't kill her on turn one, and so now she's not worth killing. So now I just have to deal with her being here. You know, it's in some ways she's really an interesting character because of those rules like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think the psychological effect of the way she works is just fun and interesting in its own regard. I kind of like when the god characters do that. Like it's like a less straightforward version of Marathi. Marathi is like I just can't die for this many turns. She's sort of like a resource sink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a different way. <laughs> Yeah, it is interesting how the different gods work in general, right? And like, like for instance, this last weekend I did a my first teams tournament. Um, the guys from Aegis, shout out to Aegis Games, um, needed nice. somebody to hop in, um, and I brought the final incarnation of the uh, the meme ninja list that I wanted, which is screw the deceivers because they never knew it. Like never do a damn thing, and let's mm-hmm. just go for the underworlds, um, or not the deceivers. Sorry, the deathmasters. Um, okay. I hope you kept the deceivers. <laughs> honestly, I wonder how 
There, there's a different, there's a different podcast in there wondering how much you lose by sinking uh, points into massive models. Um, Definitely, we should have, have the whole topic on that. Like, what but, is your Timmy trap? trap piece? Yep. Yeah. Um, but no, the the Death Masters being attacks earlier to get uh, Warlord Battalion and uh, Galatian vets was just like, nope, no, I'm done with that. Um, especially after seeing their performance um, at my hands, apparently. So w- I went ahead and got a slink. Uh, finally put together who is the underworld's warband uh death oh, master fun. which nice. can pop out six inches away from you and um i promptly forgot that for every game except the last one i think at nice. the team's tournament so good job me um but hands down it was a much better list than two horrible death masters Anyways, the last game was against the same good old Canadian team. I'm just playing a lot of Canadians these days. Good old Canadians. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nagash is dumb. Yeah. Like, he's dumb in a couple of different ways, though. Because he has, he has the four-and-up shrug, but only against mortals, if I remember correctly. Right? He may have the against normal wounds. All I was throwing was mortals in the first place. But like the idea of how little wounds he has is so deceiving. And he has such a different like damage output than the rest of the gods, too. And sure. different use cases. So it's it's so interesting to see those god models and how they interact with the rest of the game. That's all I was going with there. Let's see, Nagash, uh, three up save, 16 wounds, four up, uh, four up ward for mortal wounds only. Yeah. So, so my army was already at a disadvantage finding him outside of the deceivers, right? Which may or may not have had one chance to get him. Um, I promptly played that game into the ground, uh, on my own accord, but, um, you know, it's, it's interesting seeing how, because that's that's really not a good rule set to have for a god in a high rend meta, right? Like I remember the last time I played against uh, against Inagash, just uh, with my Beast of Chaos having you know three rend or four rend, he was yeah. off the table in one turn. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, it's it is sort of funny though because ironically. That should have been the one where he just got erased because thematically, Nagash is always having his plans foiled by Skaven assassins. That's literally the book. I know, the right? World and <laughs> but he gets he gets the ridiculous saves against me. Um, and then and then uh, yeah. <laughs> Although in theory, two deceivers could take him out quite easily mm-hmm. uh, with the minus three rend. It's more the uh, getting around the castle that Nagash always. He, needs to have now because of all the rend. Sure. It's interesting. Still fun nice. to see him on the table. Yeah, it was Makes very nice sense. to see him on the table. Yeah. Well, that's an awesome, sounds like an awesome couple of uh, tournaments there, Matt. And I know you got one this weekend, so that's all very exciting. Yeah. Uh, just just uh, for our listeners, will you be bringing rats for a third round? Third time's a charm. Well, so this is the one I've actually been looking forward to. 
Um, really looking forward to because this Those is... last two tournaments bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> those are the garbage. Last two tournaments are obligatory. Um, no, so so this is actually, um, and I really hope that we start seeing more of this. Um, and this is something I'm going to see if I can start putting together in the local area as well. Um, so this is actually going to be a 750 point tournament. Oh, which means spicy. Well, well, the exact opposite of spicy, right? A good full. Uh, um, Full pellet party uh, <laughs> meal that doesn't knock you off your chair after uh, two days, right? Um, so 750 points, and the goal of the tournament is more to you know work on you know showing off your models, enjoying your games instead of playing to a high competitive nature. Nice, and I think uh, in this area, um, I know I know the rest of the world is probably a little bit different, but. We are lacking RTTs and smaller events where people can just play to play Warhammer as opposed gotcha. to play to win. And yeah, I'm very big, much high high competitive GTs. Yep. And so so I'm this is this is the one I'm excited most about. So uh, we'll see what I take. Uh, because it's 750 points, I have to actually, you know, get out of the mindset that I even, you know, mm-hmm. 750 points. What do I even do there? Is that yeah, what's the meta you like at 750 points? Yeah. Like do do I meta. even do I even want to care about the meta at 750 points? What are the prettiest models that I have? You know? Yeah, that's a good point. It. What's the theme I want to run with? That I think is what's so good about it, though, Matt, because people are so geared up for 2,000-point games and running the GT that no one's prepared to try to find some like internal consistency and get their stuff done balanced at 750. And all the mm-hmm. packages people have distilled through Stared and Netlist or cogitate themselves won't apply. Yep. So you can just have fun with whatever and probably win your games. Yeah. And if I lose, it'll be quick. Yeah, <laughs> I played a couple of on, the back. Uh, on that back. Yeah, I, <laughs> I played. I played a couple of six hundred point um, Path to Glory missions with the Seraphon, and they were super fun. Um, it was just like you know a couple of units of Skinks, three uh, Ripperdactyls, and a Ripperdactyl Chief. Love it. That was basically the list. I think I might have had a Star Priest in there or a, or a regular mm-hmm. Priest, you know. But it was it was very bare bones. Yeah, and there's I think there's a little bit there's got to be a different mentality, right? So different yeah. players show up to that where you know you're more worried about the in-game fun as opposed mm-hmm. to the in-game wins. So right. I'm excited for that one, but I, be I awesome. honestly have no idea what I'm going to take. So I, I think it's between Spiders, Boingrot, Bounder, List, or Slanesh, probably. Well, well if I were you. I know yeah. what I would pick. I'm still waiting on the book. You know, uh, this this is a drag at Charles. This, and, well, no, this is more of a drag at Mox. I've been <laughs> bitching and complaining because it took me forever. Like the the, uh, I ordered a um, a GHB from Mox uh, mm-hmm. uh, on pre order, <laughs> right? It just mm-hmm. came in last week. Oh, geez. I, don't, I don't know why that happens to you guys. You clearly have a lot of like demand and well, it's a modern world. So I don't know how it gets there. Like so slowly. Is it like it gets to Boston where I get it like day of release They put on the Oregon trail wagon and slowly make their way up. I don't know. Here's the funny thing, right? <laughs> so like I'm commiserating uh, with Charles about that and, and he's, 
telling me about a, a specific store, an online store that sends them out, um, you know, so that they get there on the on the release date, right? Mm-hmm. The day you're supposed oh, wow. to be able to buy it in store, it should arrive. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm super jazzed about the new Slanesh book. I've had one practice game against uh, Charles with it, and Charles being Charles, you know, he's finding all the fun stuff to do with mm-hmm. a list that I will never play. So I'm super excited to see what I can come up with, right? There we go. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I saw the- it joined the, uh, the Day Zero FAQ Club. Which is exciting. It was it was needed, but like sure. I don't really like. I'm not going to play pretenders, to be honest. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't feel. Oh, I don't feel like they, that's my thing. Yeah, you can't do like. You? Yeah, you can't do a minus five rend, whatever it is, because that's that's people reaching so hard. It would have been so fun to do it with the contorted epitome, though, because it starts out with eleven attacks. Yeah. <laughs> so. But so anyways, here, uh, the, uh, so I get back, he gets his book and I'm like, Oh, he gets his book. Mine hasn't come. Cause you know, getting back from the team's tournament uh, on Saturday, you know, you expect your book. You ordered this book. Charles told you you'd get this book, no book. So I got to wait until Wednesday. Right. Well, I go, go get my oil changed yesterday. No, 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 no. I'm up in, up in the air. I'm like, Oh, I'll just hop in mocks. Maybe they have, you know, I need a, a white primer. No way they're going to have anything that I want in there. They have the dice. They have the book. They have multiple copies of the book. <laughs> Just there on release day for the first time. So, Charles. So, I had to walk past the book. I'm like, ah, I can't rip. Oh, that's some, that's some <laughs> that's temptation so right there. Man. Yeah, it that's is. Some Do I want two books? Do I need two books? I could. Nope. Just waiting. Yeah, enough. I, I think you should bring the Sinesh. It'll, it'll be so fun, even without that one, like you know, band-aided hijink we just described. It's it's really cool. I, I think you know, if you play Hedonite seriously for a long time, you learn a couple things. You know, working that close to Sinesh. One, taint is not just an affliction; it's place. Mm-hmm. Two, depravity is your friend. And three, it's possible to touch someone in a way that hurts them and tickles them at the same time. And I think that they really roll those last two well into the whole new new mechanic for depravity generation. <laughs> they That's really do. They really do. The The amount of sixes, I was just like, okay, fine. Okay. You, you got it. You take that six. I'll take it. This is mine now. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, they, I, the, the new book is so awesome. Um, I'm super excited for it. Oh, Just yeah. all uh, now, I need to actually build uh, something other than twin souls, though, which is a little bit depressing. Mm. That is it's tough. true. It's true. <laughs> also, I think both you and I, Matt, need to build specifically six little like funny thirst trap temptation dice holders. We can just like put them next to units when the time is right. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> I like that. We gotta I, like I, a... I say yeah. I really like the um, uh, the Danny DeVito meme of "Can I offer you a six in this trying time?" <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's very good. Maybe it should be six little Danny DeVitos in different yeah. poses. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Maybe like a little Danny DeVito dice holder. Yeah, exactly. Like That'd you know, be fantastic. Three D skull from like funny moments and always sunny in Philadelphia or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited for Slanesh. Uh, 
What do you, what do you think of your running there? You know, for, for me, it's a little tough because, you know, this is the year of, of the Slaneshi flavored slaves to darkness. So I'm not about to go run out the tournaments with them. I'm, I'm pot committed to STDs, right? I guess it's thematic. Um, and then not if you have, uh, you know, I guess it's dependent on the STD, right? That's true. That's it's true. Dependent. Providence, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I guess I digress, you know, really there's so much good stuff to ally in just in terms of like tech pieces. I'm definitely doing a bunch of that, but if I was to play like a big 2k, you know, tournament or event with it right now, I think I'd probably have to gravitate towards the, um, the pretender still for the command point shenanigans mm. and then just play around with that. Cause I think you can get so much mileage out of that stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say God Seekers is the one that I will lean to because free re-rolling charges for everything. So, so that's it moves surprising CP. no one. Matt chooses the movement subfaction. Oh, it's free CP. Let's <laughs> think about it this way. That's that means I've got one more CP. Yeah. To never re-roll a charge. No, I, I get that completely. And I oh. think in the long run in a longer game. Especially if um, if I am going to lean away from taking the uh, never summons uh, grand strat, which admittedly is the best one in the book, because they're really good now. They do they do not need summoning to get the job done. That that's true, but that one's almost like it's one hundred percent guaranteed. But just playing your army, you're kind of ninety five percent guaranteed to the other one. Where you just get thirty six, and then just choose not to spend it if you. Don't get yeah, more. <laughs> I I'm just worried about rolling dice <laughs> yeah, fair, <laughs> and fair. not getting the 36. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, I can see the, that. uh, that's the way I have to look at any of those. It's like 36. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It'll be easier to truth. not summon than guarantee me rolling 30s and getting to a 36. <laughs> but you can yeah. uh, you can get like 10 every turn every combat phase. By wiping a screen. Yeah, right? or more if you just get yeah. one target with something that hits pretty well. Just you know. Yeah. That that is uh that is possible. Yes. I, I actually possible. think the the never summon grand strategy is really funny and thematic because uh it will consistently put you in this place of I feel like I need to summon to win this game because I'm it's it's on a razor's edge. But to do that sacrifices three points. Well, and I think that, yeah, you know, and that I mean, feels very Slaneshi to me. It, that certainly <laughs> is. That's that's on point, Miles. <laughs> well, and I think I think where where it uh, it I don't I don't even get to the Slaneshi part of it is just the way that uh, tournaments are scored right now for the ITC mm-hmm. format. Um, you know that. Not only is it a tie, well, not only is it uh, three points in game, it's three points after game. So I don't don't really see it as that until that scoring system changes because it's if it's a guaranteed loss if you summon. It's not even like a I'm going to win this game. It's a guaranteed loss in general uh, because you're not going to get your three points for your next uh, placement if you lose the grand strap. Yeah, yeah, which is which is kind of rough, you know. The, he separates you from the pack in the wrong way by doing that. <laughs> yeah, so it it really. I mean, I guess if you really want to submarine yourself, I'm looking at you, bad players that are submarining <laughs> yourself. Um, you know, so I'm 
I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's, it's not a trap. It's a, it's a guaranteed to be honest. Right. Sure. So, I mean, it, it does do that. Like it's, it's one of those things where if you showed up and someone had like meteor strikes from heaven army or something where just everything went right and you got wiped off the table with an alpha strike, which could very easily happen to this book mm-hmm. and you still get your three points. It'll it's, it's something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those where it's like, it almost feels bad to take it because in a competitive, uh, setting it with the ITC rules, it becomes a, uh, sure. Almost, um, almost feel bads, uh, uh, non, uh, what is it? Negative play experience. Negative play experience. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same with the Zinch one, right? Just not going to use any of those destiny dice. Cool. Or, uh, for that matter, build them back up after you've used them. Right. There's plenty of ways to do that in the Zinch book, uh, to get those back. Any uh, of those grand strats or just like auto takes, like, yeah, of course you got to do it if you have it, but it, yeah, it doesn't feel like you earned it, does it? It's like yeah, the, the yeah. KO one where it was like, get in your boat and out of your boat, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it feels a little weird that ITC, knowing that this is an issue, would double down on, but anyway, I don't have, to, we don't, that's not how the scoring is out here. So uh, we don't have that issue. Right. Yeah. The grand strategy is just three in game points. So it's a perfectly valid sacrifice if it means, you know, like it, uh, if you can, if it means you know two more five point turns versus three points at the end of the game, mm-hmm. you take two point two five point turns. Yeah, it is funny how like when you're doing the tournament play, like the ITC considerations for the meta do sort of sculpt how you make choices like that. I'm having a very separate one right now where I'm playing the meta of waiting for them to respond to the TO from the last tournament I played and to send them a token so those scores can actually show up. <laughs> oh, gotta love that pain. That is the worst pain. And I'm that happens well. all the time. Those yeah. guys, I mean, you know, at some level they're all volunteers. It's a thankless gig, mm-hmm. you know, um, God bless but, them for that, you know, no, no yeah, doubt. But. but also the amount of frustration it causes me, it's so high. <laughs> I mean, I would argue it's less than a thankless gig, uh, gig, right? Because they, they get so much shit from pretty much everybody. If oh, they yeah. miss like three hours, four hours, right? Yeah. Um, so like I, I I I try not to be as like grumpy about it unless there's like specific cases where I know like why, you know. Um yeah. that's a little behind the scenes. Yeah, we're gonna leave that, leave that Sounds discussion good. on the table somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can we can park that one for now. I try to take yeah. it with equanimity. It'll show up eventually, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like like for the most part, you know, it's kind of like, come on, guys, we're we're just moving toy soldiers across the board. It'll it'll be okay. It really will be okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> it will be okay. <laughs> but um, I suppose we all have to have something to grumble over, right? Oh yeah, old grumble. I mean, that's the that's the hobby. That's the game. You know. uh it's. I think it's amazing that uh, anybody even likes this game. <laughs> hey, this isn't Blood Bowl. This isn't Blood Bowl. A lot of people like this game. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't know it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh my god, that's no, true. It's, it is funny though. <laughs> well, maybe on that uh, on that bombshell, we should wrap it up for uh, for today. Uh, thanks, Matt, for uh, bringing us all the news from. Seattle and uh, and the Seattle area, the Pacific Northwest. Yes, yeah. the great. 
if you were to say that acronym is a, it's PNW, but I'm going to say Puna. 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 Yeah, the Puna region of the world, reachable only by 18th century wagon trains. Yes. Uh, or immediate teleportation in the case of the book that I ordered. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I still have this mental image of like this like covered wagon, like a broken axle somewhere on the plains with army books spilling out the back and this guy like an old yeah, right? dress just like yelling it's, at him. The yeah the the book is like sitting upside down in a pile of mud with like a skull and a shovel next to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it but was a, delayed unnecessarily by the dysentery. The rest of the party suffered. And, I know, and that one ox that drowned. Oh but yeah, the uh, you know it, while that's happening, I also just you know I'm thinking about Mox, and there's just a little brundle fly just hanging out and placing only the corn and slanesh books up on the table and then walking <laughs> out. Yeah. Just walk, it's shuffling magic. out slowly before, you know, asking for the shotgun. So, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think that's a great place to end. Uh, you know, Sounds good. God, that was a uh, sad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks to everybody for listening, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't ruin your day. I know. Uh, <laughs> as always, remember to uh, let the little men out of your uh, out of your audio playing device uh, so that they can go uh, eat and drink and whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the button on the side that says eject. Yes. If you're if you're listening to this somehow from a Walkman, yeah, exactly. And, and please feel free to spread the word far and wide to learn the Sameshi secrets contained herein, should they wish to. Listen <laughs> as well. Awesome! Thanks so much. Thanks, right. guys. Next Stray. time, straight class. Food, drink, all food. All yeah, straight class. Mm-hmm.